0: All right, very cool. So I'm here today with Chelsea Williams. Thanks for being here, Chelsea.
1: Thanks for having us. Really glad to be here. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, yeah I got, just got to play music in this beautiful environment. And you did,
0: and it yeah. sounded great. Thank you. <laughs> A lot of those songs I've heard before. Uh, oh, nice. Very nice music there, off of mostly off of Boomerang, right?
1: That's right, yeah. Sounded good. Thank you.
0: Um, so, you know, what motivated you to start writing music in the first place?
1: Wow. Um... I have always I grew up around music. My grandpa was a stand-up bass player in his local band in Columbus, Ohio, and my mom was a singer-songwriter and a vocal coach. So I kind of grew up around it, Yeah, it just always felt natural. My mom had a guitar in the house, and I just picked it up one day and started playing.
0: Did she play it a lot?
1: She played it a lot, and then she kind of gave it up for a couple years. It was all dusty in some corner, and one yeah. day when she was at work and I was home sick, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I dug it out and just started playing. Did
0: you have siblings?
1: I had I had one sister growing up. And she, and she actually um, she started playing guitar before I did, but
0: so she's musical as well.
1: She is, yeah. I mean, she a little bit, yeah. She does. She didn't. She didn't pursue it professionally, but she's also got it in her in her blood, I guess.
0: How long was it, you know, before you started thinking to yourself as a kid, you know, like I'm going to do this professionally?
1: Um, let's see. I think. I mean, I started playing around with the guitar when I was around twelve. Yeah. Um, and I and then I started actually doing shows when I was around fifteen. So I think that's really when I kind of decided, like, I, I think I want to do this. You was know? that in Ohio? It was in California. Actually, I was born in Ohio, but I grew up in Southern California for, for most of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spent a couple of years back in Ohio from, like, seven to ten. but.
0: So you have a good understanding of the California music scene for the most part?
1: Kind of, I yeah. I mean,
0: you're... Sphere of it, at least.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I live in Los Angeles, and I kind of grew up in the suburbs of Los Angeles. And there's so much there, you know. It's that that city is huge. You can drive for two hours and still be in Los Angeles. Um, But yeah, yeah, I kind of grew up in the California music scene for sure.
0: How has that scene treated you?
1: Um, I've actually, you know, as (laughs) much. I take it back. I haven't grown up in the California music scene because I feel like I've kind of I've been on the outskirts a little bit. Okay. So for the past ten or 12 years i've been playing music on the streets of santa monica mostly oh yeah for like 20 or 30 hours a week i'll just like lug a bunch of equipment out there set it up put out a tip jar and sell cds out there yeah and so that's been really good to me i ended up selling a bunch of cds out there and getting the attention of a couple labels and been you know through the ringer on that but um for for the most part that's where i've spent the most time playing live this is the same place every time on the street
0: do you move around i mean
1: i move Around with like a three-block radius. Yeah,
0: you've got your turf. Uh,
1: Yeah, I have my favorite spots, and there are there are a few turf wars that happen. Yeah, do you have people come
0: up and they're you know this is my spot, guy. Get out here. The break
1: dancers sometimes come up and just like set up right next to you and like turn up their music and start spinning around, which is whatever you know, know, to each their own. But so you've never collaborated with them. The little folk singer who's like singing Blackbird on her acoustic guitar. Yeah, (laughs) doesn't go over too well.
0: What is it about that busking lifestyle that draws you in?
1: Um. I, I think it's like there's there's an immediate reaction that you can get, you know, it mm-hmm. just it feels so much closer to the audience than performing, say, like in a club mm-hmm. or, or anything wh- where there's like lights and you can't see the audience and you can't, you know, there's an immediate response that you get when you're playing on, on the right. street, you know, people don't expect you to see their, see you, they, people don't expect to see you playing on the street. Mm-hmm. And so when they walk up, it's kind of a nice surprise.
0: Right. So you're a people-oriented person. You like people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I and mean, I, like, I like connecting with people through music. Yeah. And, you know, that sort of one-on-one thing that you can get um, playing on the street is, is more rewarding for me than a big audience scenario. But
0: What kind of impact are you hoping to have with people? I mean, a positive one?
1: Um, no, negative,
0: negative, <laughs> Set you up that way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, d- no, definitely. I, I would love to have a, a positive impact on people and life in general, you know, that's what yeah. I, and that's another thing that I like about playing on third street promenade is I've had, you know, you can surprise people and shake them out of their everyday, you yeah. know, rut or whatever. I've had Wake people, them up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Were
0: you always playing sort of the singer songwriter style stuff or was it? Did you start out into emo punk music or something, and switch over?
1: Or? It's always been singer songwriter stuff for me. I grew up listening to to like uh, Hank Williams and Patsy Cline, yeah. and Neil Young was a big one in our house that my mom played all the time. Listen yeah. to Williams, but just great songwriters, John Prine, you know, those. Were, these are the people I grew up listening to, so that was kind of what I gravitated towards. Your hero, sort of? Yeah, exactly. Have you
0: gotten a chance to play with anyone like that, or open for, or anything like that?
1: Um... You know who I've gotten to open for this past year that I'm really excited about is Rita Coolidge. Rita Coolidge. Yeah, I got to open for her. i um, Mark Cohn, who is also a fantastic songwriter.
0: I've heard of him. I think he has some connections to Memphis in some he's, fashion, he, I, I think.
1: I think he's been walking in Memphis. Yeah.
0: You should put that on later and go listen to it as you.
1: <laughs> as walk I walk around. around in Memphis. Yeah, I just
0: smell barbecue wafting exactly. through you. Exactly,
1: yeah. It's good. Yeah.
0: Where are you, uh, you know, you're on tour right now, working on uh, still promoting Boomerang. Mm-hmm. How's that going?
1: It's going well, yeah. So I've I've basically, this past year, I've traveled the most that I have in the rest of my entire life. Wow. Just this past year.
0: How many days, like... uh 200 plus or
1: I don't know. I don't know if it's even that much. That sounds way cooler. That's a
0: lot. I don't. I mean, I'll (laughs) just threw it out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would say like half the year. Yeah. Maybe a little less. That's great. But that's a lot for me. You know, I'm I'm used to going out. I'm used to like a steady schedule, almost like a nine to five schedule. Playing the streets in Santa Monica. Like I I have my hours that I go. Right. It's it's kind of like a job. It's a fun job.
0: But you're doing it. It sounds like you're doing it right because from what I'm gathering from lots of different people is like you know getting a write-up here or you know putting out your music on streaming services or anything doesn't really necessarily earn you an immediate fan versus like being out there playing in public doesn't it you know right then you earned a fan kind of like they're going to remember you in your face and right, everything exactly
1: and they can walk right up and you can have a conversation with them on the spot in the yeah. middle of your show you know yeah you're in between songs and you're talking to them about some deep cut track of john prines or something you yeah. know and i think it creates a stronger connection that way yeah it cuts down mm-hmm. some of
0: that distance that you know not as many ones and zeros. You gotta work through to get to right. them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so LA, you're out there. Do you ever play venues out there, or is it just kind of
1: a little bit here and there? Yeah, I do Hotel Cafe, which is the main singer songwriter venue out Hotel there. Hotel Cafe. Yeah, but I mean, and as much as I love playing Hotel Cafe and, and venues like that, in, in LA, it's just playing the street, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Are you doing uh, any co-writes or anything like that?
1: Um, I'm not working on any co-writes right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do have a bottle of wine at home though right now so maybe when i get home we can write a song yeah
0: <laughs> i hear it so um you're pretty you know self-sufficient when it comes to writing you don't necessarily call up other people and hey I, you know let's bounce ideas off of each other or anything like that i
1: think that's going to happen a little bit more on this next record some mm-hmm. more co-writes i just haven't secured them yet but yeah there's a, there's a bunch of people i would love to write with
0: so you're all writing right now for your next record? Yeah,
1: yeah. Up up till this point, I've kind of just been like writing here and there on the road when mm-hmm. I get a chance. Um, but in the next couple of months, I think I'm going to really like buckle down and cool. get some some real material.
0: And you're with blue elon records is that's that right? right yes how's that going
1: it's going fantastic i i love them they're really artist friendly and just they i think one of their mottos is kind of just like let the artist do yeah. what they want it's about the artist you know
0: yeah and you've got some great label mates i know rod melanson oh he's great yeah jan of a magnus mm-hmm. you yeah. know those guys i do
1: oh yeah absolutely um jesse dayton is another one who's oh, awesome cool. yeah. i love
0: jesse <laughs> i saw him recently Uh, He did a great job. It was like a stripped down thing where it was just him and a stand up bass player, but it was great. He's,
1: he's such a good showman. It's incredible. Yeah. Do
0: you have like tours ever with your label mates or is it kind of just,
1: we haven't done that yet. Maybe, maybe to promote the next record that'll happen. That That would be be, that would be awesome. I could
0: see that. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're doing the Americana music thing. Um, you know, is, are you feeling good about that? Are you feeling good about the state of Americana music? It's on the uptick, right? It's it is growing. kind of on
1: the uptick. It yeah. is. I think you know, for for me, it's it's kind of like it's been a catch-all term th- since I was younger, but uh-huh. now I feel like it's kind of honing into be the, its own thing, its own like unique sound. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really excited about that. I'm I've always loved acoustic music and real musicians and real song, you know, people who write their own songs, and that's th- those are the Artist that I gravitate towards so yeah I'm glad to see it kind of doing well
0: very cool yeah and you play a Martin guitar I saw right I do yeah what what, what about Martin do you like
1: um I just when I when I first started playing guitar I kind of I went to a guitar shop a local guitar shop and played mm-hmm. a bunch of guitars and that was just the one yeah. you know it, it has this like warm round tone
0: and that's just like the main one you use
1: that's the main one that I use yeah I like the cutaway because I just I'm in love with capos I, could, I can transpose, but there's something about a capo high up on a guitar that makes it sound like a high-strung guitar or something. You yeah, know?
0: and you keep it pretty simple. You don't use a lot of pedals and that kind of stuff.
1: Not today. Not today. Sometimes I do a looping thing. Mm-hmm. When I don't have the guys with me, I'll, I have a loop pedal, and I kind of try to enhance the sound a little bit with some you know vocal loops and guitar loops and things like that
0: yeah yeah that's great yeah so your music videos I've seen those are pretty cool thanks <laughs> um most recently you released one for Dreamcatcher is that that's, right
1: that's right yeah
0: what was the impetus behind that what was the creative you know ideas going on in that one
1: um, well before I was signed to Blue Alon I had a, a deal with Interscope Records okay which had always up until that point been my favorite record label just based on the people who were signed to it and mm-hmm. you know I loved Jimmy Iovine and all the, the work that he yeah. had done in the music business and so when I got signed to Interscope it was very exciting but unfortunately they kind of wanted to push me in a very much pop slash R&B direction which oh, really didn't totally make sense in, in my book
0: doesn't sound like it no
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, so that deal didn't really work out and I, I felt very stifled and I felt like my creative voice wasn't really heard so that was the inspiration behind Dreamcatcher the song yeah and we kind of tried to recreate that in the video. It starts out with me in, in an outfit, with sparkly pop star outfit, right. with a photographer who's just bugging me. Um, and I end up walking out of the photo shoot and throwing my dress out the window and driving away.
0: So, kind <laughs> in of my a beat up track. A bit of a soft, like a uh, you know, middle finger to the uh, uh,
1: previous Very label. Very soft. I yeah. don't want to piss anyone off. Yeah, but. I get that.
0: <laughs> Well, it's well done. It's tasteful and it's really you. cinematically, you know, looks really good and everything. Thanks. Cool truck. Is that your truck? or is It's it... not
1: my truck. Yeah. No, that was actually a funny story. We um, shot that video in Marfa, Texas. Cool. And it's a very small town. So it was hard to find all of the props and, and locations that we needed before we went there. So mm-hmm. the day that we arrived, we kind of just scouted locations and we were scouting for a truck. Yeah. And we saw that truck parked on the side of the road. And the director was like, "We have to use that truck. That's the truck." And, it was, and so he walked into the liquor store. It was in front of, and they're like, "Oh, that's that's uh, Primo's truck. He's um, at the local radio station. He's he was this like he had a Mexican radio show that he was hosting at that moment." So my uh, the director walked in. Just interrupted. Yeah, they they let him like on a break, just walk in and talk to Primo, and we we like rented the truck from him for a couple days. It was awesome. That is. When we returned it to him, he gave us like he had a hat on. He like had a bunch of. He took his hat off and there were like chicken eggs in there. He gave <laughs> us some chicken eggs. It chicken was, was kind of crazy.
0: Wow. Chicken <laughs> eggs in the hat.
1: In the hat. Chicken like, eggs how in do the you? hat. He's just walking around with them in his hat. I don't Seems know.
0: dangerous, but I respect it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Do you have connections in Marfa or is it just kind of a just show it, up?
1: It was just kind of a show up and do it type of thing. Um, the guy that I was working with on the video had, had shot a couple other things there and just loved the landscape and the mm-hmm. people. It's just such a great community there. Nice. Yeah.
0: So what's on, you know, your turntable right now? What are you listening to?
1: Oh, no. You know what? Um, Anything works. Ro- you, don't to, you don't have to change <laughs> I'm it gonna, to something I'm, appropriate. I'm going to admit something. So Ross and I live together. We're, uh-huh. We just got married a couple months ago. Congratulations. And what is on our turntable right now is a record by the Harmonicats, which is like a five-piece harmonica band. <laughs> that sounds appropriate <laughs> yes. based
0: off of, I think I see like <laughs> upwards of 10 harmonicas over behind you. Yeah. So. <laughs> harmonic cats
1: the harmonic cats this yeah. is real
0: people playing harmonicas, not yes. like not actually not cats sounds like cats no 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 because no, yeah. i've heard those kind of albums before they do like
1: the meow meow the yeah, christmas meow exactly. yes, yes i had that on
0: cassette tape i never knew i would talk about that it's probably still around somewhere but yeah cool so the meow cats what'd the- you say yeah,
1: yeah, cats, yeah, the the meow cats around my turntable right that's now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> the Harmonic cats. Anyone
0: yeah. else? Any like uh, you know peers of yours, or anyone that you know you're listening to that you're excited about?
1: Um, let's see. I've I've been listening to. I mean, I love, I love Gillian Welch. I wouldn't call her a peer because she's yeah. like been doing this forever. She's one of my favorites. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, that I mean, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's great.
0: Very cool. So you got 2019 plans, you know, record release, touring Hopefully warm. record
1: release and touring and, and a lot more travel. And yeah. Yeah, just making it happen, keeping the dream alive.
0: We'll keep doing it. Thank keep, you. Keep meeting all those people out there on the pier and working hard, and it's going to pay off. It'll be good for you.
1: Thank you. All right. Nice to meet you, Chelsea. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much.
0: Nissan has been committed to the EV game since
2: 1947. Their EVs have traveled 8 billion miles. 8 billion miles driven by Leaf owners globally since 2010. From the North Pole to the Formula E track to your co-worker's garage, put the electric at EV with the Nissan Aria and the Nissan Leaf. Visit NissanUSA.com to learn more. Nissan, EVs that electrify. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar... (laughs)